0: Welcome back. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about renting out your home. For most of our military and federal employees, the question of whether you should rent out your home usually comes up because you have orders to move to a new duty location or will be going on a long deployment. We'll talk about the decision to sell or rent out your house and then if you do decide to rent out your home, what you should consider. Okay, so let's say you're moving and considering selling your home. One of the first things to think about is do you have time to sell it? Selling a home can take time and you or your representative has to be available for closing. Of course, putting your home up for sale and finding a buyer takes time, sometimes a long time, and then it can take another 30 days to close. So you wanna start early. If you're headed out on a long deployment, you might not be able to deal with all that. I both bought and sold a home in the U.S. while I was overseas. It's possible if you have good communications, but it can be a real pain. With a 12-hour time difference, there were a lot of -of middle-of-the-night phone calls and international express mail. And of course, there was just no way I could have done it if I was stationed in Iraq or Afghanistan. So let's say selling is an option. Ask, is this the best option for you? Is this a seller's market? In particular, would you be able to sell for a profit or at the very least, sell it for enough so that you can pay off your mortgage? Remember, there's going to be closing costs, repairs and getting the house ready for sale, fees for the real estate agent, which all added up could easily be 10% of your selling price. If you would have to dip into savings to come up with additional money to pay off the mortgage after you sell, you should at least consider renting out. Next, ask yourself if you think you'll move back. If there's a good chance you'll come back to the same duty station or city, it may be easiest and most profitable to just rent it out while you're away and move back in when you return. Of course, another key question is how much will you be able to rent your home out for? Ideally, the rent you bring in would cover all of your expenses. This is gonna include the mortgage, insurance, property taxes, maintenance and repairs, and the cost of finding new tenants and likely paying a management company. Mortgage interest rates are historic lows right now. So whether you live in your home or plan to rent it out, this is a great time to find out what kind of rate you could qualify for and see if it makes sense for you uh, to refinance. And keep in mind though that mortgage interest rates are lower for a primary residence you live in than for a rental property. So it may really pay to refinance while you're still living in your home. Lower monthly payments may also be the difference between whether your rental income would be more than your expenses. Don't assume that rent in your area will automatically be high enough to cover all these expenses. You gotta do some research. You can check out local listings in your area, maybe talk to a real estate agent or to a uh, rental management company to get a realistic idea of what rent you could expect. Then look at your particular situation. If you're renting it out and the home was vacant between tenants, or a tenant that didn't pay the rent, or there was a major repair needed, do you have the funds to cover those rental property expenses? That means covering the rent and or new mortgage at your current new duty station while still covering those expenses back at your old house. All right, you also wanna consider, do you expect home values in the area to go up? Now, this is a tough one. I mean, nobody's got a crystal ball, Uh, but are people and jobs moving into the area? Home prices may go up. If homes are sitting empty though, or the local economy is floundering, rents may be down and vacancies up. That might be a better time to sell while you still can. Alright, so let's say you've decided to rent out. Are you cut out to be a landlord? If you have experience renting out houses before, you probably have a pretty good idea of the amount of work that can go into it. Make sure you don't get too emotionally involved in the process. It can be difficult to see how a tenant treats your beloved home or emotionally taxing to deal with a non-payment of rent or screening of potential renters. I usually recommend using a management company, especially if you're moving out of the area or overseas. You or the management company, if you use one, will need to find a good tenant. Uh, Potential tenants should fill out an application that lists their basic information, like name of employer, salary, previous landlords, and references. And you'll need to also get their social security number and assigned authorization to do a credit check and criminal history check. You can do this through reporting agencies like Equifax, Experian, or TransUnion, as long as you follow strict guidelines. And be sure to check references by contacting employers to confirm the potential tenant's income and talk with previous landlords. We've already talked about determining how much rent to charge. You'd like to cover all your expenses but be realistic about rent levels in your area. You have to be comparable to the market or your home may lay vacant. Make sure you protect your rights with a written lease that includes your terms like is it a month to month or an annual lease? How much will the security deposit be? When's the rent due? Who's responsible for repairs and upkeep? It should include a list of tenant rules, pet policy, homeowners association rules, eviction terms, and so on. The lease needs to be specific for that state where the home is located. Avoid blanket leases from the internet. They may not comply with the local regulations. This is especially important if you need to evict a tenant. You'll need an attorney if the tenant isn't willing to leave. And if you have to kick them out, usually the sheriff needs to go out and physically remove the person if they won't move out willingly. Legal fees alone can range up to $1,000, and you could easily end up losing a month rent and have additional repairs or cleaning to do depending on how the tenants left the property. All right, and don't forget to protect your property and your home with insurance. When you're living in the home, you would have had homeowner's insurance. But when you're renting it out to someone else, you need rental home insurance, also called fire insurance. And these rental home insurance policies cover the home itself uh, and then legal and medical expenses and loss of rental income if repairs are needed due to a covered event. It doesn't cover and you're not responsible for tenants' belongings. So you should encourage tenants to buy their own renter's insurance to cover these things. As I already mentioned, consider hiring a management company, especially if you're a first-time landlord. They can help with all these things we've just talked about. And when the toilet stops working, it's not your phone ringing in the middle of the night. Or a tenant doesn't pay the rent and they don't answer the phone. It's common for management companies to charge one month's rent to get a tenant and up to 10% of the rent each month. Typically, they'll collect the rent, they'll charge late fees, handle repairs, deal with early vacancies or evictions for you. It's one less thing you have to deal with in life. Another thing to consider in your decision making is what tax would you pay on the sale of your home? If you have lived in your home for at least two of the last five years before you sell it, You won't pay any federal income tax on the first $250,000 of profit if you're single or $500,000 if you're married. For federal employees and military service members, time stationed overseas on orders doesn't count. So, let's say you bought a home and spent three years there as your primary residence, then got orders overseas. You decided to rent your house out while you're gone because you thought you were coming back to that duty station. In the end though, you end up moving back to the States to a different location three years later. Those three years overseas are ignored. And for tax purposes, you would have lived in the house for the three of the last five years. So you meet that two out of five year rule. So you can sell it then if you want and not pay tax on the profit up to those limits we talked about. Once you've been back in the states for three years, if you haven't moved back into your home, then when you sell your house, you will owe capital gains tax on the profits, which is typically 15 percent depending on your tax bracket. So if you plan on hanging on to your home as a rental property long term, then the rental income and possible appreciation of the price of the home would probably offset any additional cost in taxes. On the other hand, if you want to sell it while that 2 out of 5 year rule still applies, don't wait too long to begin the selling process. Homes can sometimes sit on the market for a long time and even once a sales agreement is signed, it still takes up to 30 days to close. You have to complete the sale, that is, you have to get to closing while in that two out of five year window is still applicable. Or pay the tax. Okay, well, home ownership and having rental property can be a great way to build wealth. Your tenants essentially buy you a home over time. But it comes with extra risk, and being a landlord isn't for everyone. And depending on your particular situation, it might not give you a positive cash flow. That is, your expenses may be greater than your rent, and you'll need to find the money to pay those extra expenses from somewhere else. So weigh your options and ability to pay any unexpected expenses that may come up with the rental home. And especially if this is your first time becoming a landlord, don't hesitate to work with a management company to help with the process. If you have any comments on today's episode or questions, please reach out. I love hearing from you. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.